Crumpled in the corner, Emma raised her head. The movement took considerable effort and did not ease her confusion. She commanded her heavy eyelids to open. She blinked away the wetness coating them, and her sight began to clear. She had been in and out of consciousness for the last three days, and her peripheral vision remained foggy. She struggled against the dimness in both her mind and the room, and looked around. She sat on a thin mattress. There were blankets, a pillow, and chains attached to the floor with heavy bolts. The walls were gray and cold. Concrete. The small windows near the top of the wall didn't let in much light. I'm in a basement, she reasoned. A blurred figure moved at the edge of her vision. She retreated farther into the corner, pressing her body against the walls. Her movements sent hot pain throughout her body. As the figure neared, her heart raced and her breathing quickened. The hard thumping in her chest disoriented her. The discomfort paled in comparison to the monstrous irritation that seized her next. She envisioned tiny bees stinging her every muscle. Trembling fingers found themselves clawing against already raw skin. The blurred man was upon her now, but as much as she feared him, she couldn't pull her attention away from the crawling sensation beneath her skin. She tore at her flesh, slow at first, but more furious when that didn't help. A man bent down beside her and compassionately stayed her hands with his. She barely felt his touch. "'Stop,' he said. She tried to pull away. "'You're hurting yourself,' he said. "'Hurting?' she asked in a whisper. The concept was something that she had forgotten long ago. For years her body had been carefully regulated by the tiny machines inside it. They prevented her from feeling pain, panic, or anything that wasn't calm and pleasant.' The nanites were failing her now, and she was deep in withdrawal. She stared at her arms. They were scraped and painted with dried blood. Still, they itched. Instinctively, she tried to scratch at them again. I don't want to have to tie your hands, he said. That voice, so familiar. She turned her attention from her limbs and looked at him. He was a stranger, but then, no— there was something about him, something recognizable. She squinted and looked into his eyes. He returned her gaze and offered a grin. She studied him. His hair was the same shade of black as hers. His nose, slender and sloped, like the one she saw in the mirror. He leaned in closer, still holding her hands. She took a deeper look into his eyes, those familiar eyes so like hers. Evan, she asked. Yeah, sis, he said. An avalanche of memories and emotions tore over her. Love, hatred, a desire to protect and be protected. She thought of their mother's funeral when she was only sixteen and he was ten.